Samson. We're yeah. back. We're back, Bill. Yay! Back. Big hug. Yeah, oh, I'm on my gosh. I'm on my Patriot road trip up to Grand Rapids, so I decided to stop. We went to a Patriot party yesterday, and um, we're outside of Poconos in Pennsylvania, and wow. uh, all kinds of Patriots all out on the beach, barbecuing with music, American flags everywhere. So great. We're going to another one in Cleveland. Then we're heading to Grand Rapids. Just getting out and reminding everyone about our great country that's worth saving, that is going to prevail. And we're resolute. And uh, it's been a great uh, experience so far. How are you? What's happening? Oh, well, I've just worked out the greatest chess move I've ever seen in this game. Okay, let's hear it. And that's to do with the Taliban. Because if you're not awake and you're in the third dimension, right. you're thinking to yourself, shit, the Taliban are back in control. But for anybody who knows what the Taliban actually is, the Taliban are students from Afghanistan. And they're generally very good people. But their only source of income for the last 20, 30 years has been opium. And they're the biggest heroin dealers in the world. Right. But their biggest customer was the CIA. Right. And the CIA will have you believe that the Taliban are the same as Al-Qaeda and ISIS. Well, they're not. Al-Qaeda and ISIS were created by the CIA. I know it. So what, what is happening right now is absolutely beautiful because it's giving Afghanistan back to the rightful owners. Right. Now, if we just wind back about six or seven years ago, right. Barack Obama went to Afghanistan and made them a deal and said, if you give up the heroin, we'll give you cotton instead. Well, they made no money. I mean, they went bro broke within months. <laughs> so they went back to the heroin. Now, Barack Obama is a puppet. He's not even a businessman. He's, he's just a puppet politician. Right. Donald Trump is a businessman. Now, he's just seen that the Taliban were willing to take Barack Obama at his word, and he let them down. Right. But they did it for money. Right. So he's a businessman. He's going to say to them, fine, in the financial reset, I'm going to give you what you deserve. And you make, and then you've got the Taliban, who are basically the students um, of Afghanistan, but they have control, and they will take back control. And I'll tell you something about the Taliban: they're not terrorists at all. These are people that, if you make them rich, they still wear the white clothes they wear. They still right. wear the rag heads. Right. Um, and when you start to realise that these people are incredibly humble, when they make millions and millions of dollars. They don't spend it on the things that the Western people do. They spend it on their family. That's where we're moving. That's right. where we're moving. So when I saw this master move, I was like, I can't believe you pulled that off. That's right. just off the scale. The mainstream media, screaming blue murder. And this will make them turn against Trump, against Biden. And the mainstream media will go, what on earth have you done? You know, all these people lost their lives. The American media will start to go, and this will be a turning point. Right, right. So right. Super, super, super exciting, Bill. 
Yeah, I agree. I actually saw the same thing. This is exciting that you saw it too, because I said yesterday, I said, I don't know if what we're hearing about the women and children and all of that is true because Donald Trump made a deal with the Taliban, but it was a smart deal and it was a strategic deal. And the last to leave was the military. What I believe happened is because China went popped in there, China told Biden, get out of Afghanistan right now and take get the military, leave everything behind and whatever. That might be strategic or whatever. He left. So they can't blame it on Trump. But the other thing that I think is strategic. Ah, look at him. He's here. <laughs> He's coming. He's here. Hello. <laughs> he made Hello, it. Hello, Mel. Lovely Hello. to see you. Hello, Charlie, you old devil. Hello, Hello Simon. Yeah, we speak every day. Um, oh, that's great. We just he... bring Simon up to speed that we've just been saying what a master plan it was that's just been played by the White Hats with the Taliban. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. I'm so glad that you thought that, too, because immediately I thought, oh, my God, this is the opposite of what it looks like. This is them finally exposing the international big military crime syndicate, five star trust, CIA takeover all these countries. It's going to expose what really happened in Libya, what really happened in Syria, what really has been going on in Afghanistan, Iraq, everywhere. And who's behind it? The same people that just overthrew our government and have been overthrown governments all over the world under the guise of responsibility to protect or some kind of nonsense of rebuilding countries that we have no business being in at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I put a post up saying, what was the 85 billion spent on just the the, the army? What <laughs> were all those American dollars spent? And I and I wrote I did one of my blogs and and I said, I'm old enough to remember the withdrawal from from Vietnam, 1975. Right. I said, this looks no different from that. Um, yep. And, you know, it's it's United States involved in wars, Americans getting killed, lots of other people got killed, right. but Americans getting killed for what was the purpose for 20 years for you to come back? Um, and I think what's really important here is that President Trump said that he wanted a, a, a withdrawal. But the difference was that had Trump been in office officially, he would have negotiated that withdrawal and it would have been done carefully, properly, because they know Biden's got absolutely nothing. He's a weak man. They just come steamrolling in. And and that's the difference. So I'm glad I'm glad that, that it's happened. But I know that if Trump had been there, Mel, it would have been negotiated over weeks. There would have been a proper handover. Right. I, I saw the videos. Uh, the films from CNN, and you could see the, the embassies burning documents. And right. That's how embarrassing much Biden administration completely on the hook. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with that for sure. And the other thing that I see now going on strategically in the Middle East is an unraveling of it all, of all the lies, of all the uh, because I also believe that they cheated in the Israel election. They cheated in the Iranian election. So all the people in power right now are the cabal's people. And we're getting to the place. I believe Mike Lindell, even though it, it was all chaotic and get hit, hit over and over and over. Enough people saw the symposium which was no accident that A and B happened at the same time, plus the Cuomo resignation, which is just a distraction. Lindell's symposium did do what it was meant to do, which it opened a lot of eyes. Millions of people saw it. It clearly proved the cheating uh, that happened all over. 
Now I think it's going to be the rest of the world that's going to say, well, what about our elections? What about our elections? It was all Dominion. Dominion's going to trace back to Serco and to the Royals and to Soros and to Moloch Brown and all these, all of these countries. So now we're, I just think the Middle East, the whole, the whole ugliness that has been in the Middle East over all these years is going to be exposed. Sadly, a lot of it's going to come back to America and the CIA and the military industrial complex. But like every other country, we got to remember the American people aren't the CIA. The American people aren't the, uh, the these demons at the top that are now treating us like serfs in the, and they're a monarchy in D.C. It's just exposing them, I think. Yeah. Mel, you, you mentioned Lindell and, and the symposium, which, you know, Charlie managed to send me a few clips from and I got a few from elsewhere. Where I, t- I tell you what, I was a bit saddened and shocked at it was that when uh you know he reported that he'd been beaten up or attacked in the hotel uh my my view was well the reaction was shock by all the people around and i thought you 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 don't really understand what's happening you've got a man standing up telling the world that this is the most corrupt election in history you've got to expect it. You know, in 2015, Mel, I made Becky the junior founder of Connecting Consciousness. And within just a few days of that, uh, someone took a rifle. I don't know if it was a, a sniping rifle or what we don't know, and took a shot at her. Right. And like those, those um, YouTube videos that you see in Afghanistan where you hear the bullets whizzing, she said she heard the bullet whiz past her head and the police got the bullet out because it had gone into a structure. They never got the person. And, and, you know, uh, and I've been T-boned at 60 odd miles an hour and got out of a car where I only had one wheel left on it. And you talk about the CIA, that vehicle that, that crashed into me, its logo was the letters I C U, I C U. And if you, and I Googled it at the time and they actually make a big point. It's a, a, a detective agency and they make a big point that they recruit ex CIA people. And that was the car driven that went straight in. So when, you know, why is there a shock that, that I mean, that he's the lucky. biggest shock to me yeah. was that there wasn't a, we didn't have bodyguards that exactly were right. people what I mean, I think people are, are living in a, I mean, there's a war on just because bombs aren't dropping on us, Mel. Right. There's a real war. I mean, I don't know whether <clears throat> it's related, but someone tried to kidnap or steal my dog. Right. Um, my good friends are reporting that some form of scalar weapon has been used against them. And a couple of weeks back, I had great red patches all over my <clears throat> body. I could hardly move. And the medical profession said, well, you've either got impetigo or you've got low doses of radiation. And then I was asked, do you, do you work in a radiation plant? Now I don't work in a radiation plant. So, um, you know, there is a war going on and, you know, and, and it does. It's no comfort to me, you know, Mel, when people say to me, oh, well, Simon, that shows you're a good guy because it's a badge of honor. I said, no, it's not. It, it's absolutely hammering my life. And since I became involved with the QFS, uh, which was 2015, because it all happened together. But predominantly the back end of last year and this year, the attacks have really ramped up. Um, and, you know, it, it, it just shows, I think, that we're at a critical tipping point now. Okay. I think we're just on the edge. Uh, there's never been so many Americans 
uh, who are now clearly knowing the truth. And, and here's a message to the White Hats. You don't need to leave it much longer, guys, because I think most people in America actually know the truth now. Right, <laughs> right, right. I think that's very, very true. And I think to America, um, 100%, you know, you've got over 80 million votes of Americans who voted for Trump. So you start with 80 million. And then you've got those that have switched over because they've started to see this guy is no good and what's, what, what's going on. But it seems like, the, the, yeah, it's, you and I had this conversation the other day. It seems like it's being delayed to wake up other countries. Yeah. None more so than the United Kingdom that is in, it, it's not even in a deep sleep, it's in a coma. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're so brainwashed in the United Kingdom by television, it's incredible. Totally right. Charlie, Charlie you, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, you are 101% correct. I went out, I'm not going to say where, I went out to a fair yesterday. We have them in, in Great Britain, the United Kingdom, we have these fairs. And I went out and, do you know, three quarters of the people I saw were either sick overweight, disabled, depressed, one and a half years of lockdown has mm. absolutely hammered the British population. Now, three quarters of people just look not like healthy. Um, and then when I was like talking, because you know, I still will talk to people out in the public, um, it, it, it's like people don't expect anything anymore. They're sort of, well, you know, we've got to be grateful for what we get and we don't really deserve very much. And you know, they don't realize that they're human beings and that as such, they, they should have a happy and joyous life. And I'm very concerned that the, that the psyche in the United yeah. Kingdom has been kicked in the stomach. Right. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on my uh, my road trip to uh, Grand Rapids. So I came here up to upstate Pennsylvania to go to the Lake Pocono. They had a big Patriot thing. It was great. I mean, I'll tell you, um, I think that they're underestimating a the people that don't vote, that don't care, that don't vote, that don't believe in the politics and are seeing what's happening. And now they will. And then the other thing I'm seeing is they're underestimating the illegals that they're letting in. The illegals don't want to live in Joe Biden's America. They want to live in Donald Trump's America. They didn't come here for this. And so what the, what they're underestimating are that 100,000 Americans they're not looking at. And the other thing is, so I'm up, we went to big Patriot party, all flags, our kids running around, no masks, no nothing, a band, barbecue, the whole town comes out. It's like the Poconos in the summer. Then we're going to Cleveland on Lake Erie for another event. Then we're going to Grand Rapids. And these are all God and country and yeah. pride of America and all of this. And this is happening. And these are the people that they're not looking at. It's you know, though, Mel, you could go to a Democrat city and you would still be welcomed. You right. still actually get huge numbers turning. Yes. Because, because America has woken up. It right. really has. And I noticed it about three weeks ago that I saw a seismic yeah. shift. There was. Yeah. 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 Also, you know, the other the worst part is that they um, the media is so exposed that at this point, I, I think it's dangerous. I wish that they would pull the blackout because I don't know if you guys saw. I'm sure you did. DHS put out a, uh, a warning about 9-11, but it included with yeah. Islamic jihadists. Yeah, people I said against, that Charlie. Yeah. yeah, people against the lockdowns. And people that question the election, all three on the same level of terrorist yeah. threat. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. That's desperation. And we're starting to see them. And 
and as when we talked to um, Nino Rodriguez, he always <laughs> talks about the dangers of where a boxer who's out on his feet throwing haymakers, and that's what's happening right now with the mm. with the deep state and the cabal. They're they're out on their feet and they're throwing haymakers. The video that I circulated about the the the, the two chess players, two master chess players. One knows he's won. The other one knows he's lost, but he knows he's got a few more moves left left in him. And he's going to take those moves just to see if there's a mistake. Right. But the good thing is, is God doesn't make mistakes. That's the good thing. So you don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> the bad thing is, is we're still seeing those extra bit plays being made, which looking back, you at the time you don't want them to happen, but looking back, you're grateful because it flushes out more of the evil. And as much as Simon and I would say, well, let's get on with it. <laughs> um, we're having to, we're just having to wait. This week and next week are two very, very big weeks. And somebody let it slip the other day that they thought that um, he would be back in office on the 22nd. Well, that, yeah, that, that was, was on Fox News. Fox, it was shocking. Fox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's only a week away. And I tell you what, after 18 months of uh, uh, gunfire and bonfire, I mean, uh, an extra week's not going to be an awful lot. But no. and I, I got some information. I think I shared it with you, Charlie, that uh, um, something like that when Como's resignation speech was being uh, aired on the networks, yeah, um, yeah. they put out some EBSs. The White Hats put out some EBSs just to test to see what was happening. And something like uh, 85 or 90 percent of Apple products right. blocked blocked the EBS. And yes. 72 percent of non-Apple products blocked Correct. it. So the White Hats know they're going to have to use satellite right. to break through because so far these guys are not wanting to play ball. No. But it's very interesting you saying that because I heard earlier uh, earlier today or yesterday that um, from from a very, very good source, that Starlink had been fully tested and was ready for action. Right. So that fits perfectly with what you've just said, because yeah. we cannot trust Apple, Samsung, <laughs> Resto. Also, also on January 7th, if you guys remember, um, when Trump was still there, they put out, I think it was the FAA or, or somebody put out a uh, memo, it might have been the Pentagon, saying that if the EBS was triggered, that they were obligated by that they would it was illegal for them not to let it through. Yes. And they threatened that all of the news channels that if that happened and that they reject that they blocked it, that it was it was a criminal offense, a federal criminal offense. So they 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 planned for that. So. Yes, because how do these these big multi-tech companies know there isn't an earthquake how do they know there isn't a serious fire or a gas leak to, to block the ebs is to right. actually endanger american lives right um but it just shows that the the, the as charlie said these people are just now tunnel vision um and they don't care about the american people they only care about themselves and i hope that in the weeks months ahead that enough truth will come out i hope the white hats don't say Mm, well, maybe we don't need to tell the American people about this. Maybe we don't need to tell them about that. I think they should tell everything. Okay, not all in one go, but I think the truth needs to come out now. Yeah, I do too, for sure. And the other well, thing that's coming to, to fruition is, I know you guys know, Andrew was finally brought in, uh, is being charged with uh, the crimes with the Epstein. But there's a lot of other people too. This Leon Black is a big deal that he's yeah. being being charged 
we have uh, we have a lot of these cases coming up in America. We had Ed Buck was guilty. You know, he's talking, yeah. trying to get it lower his deal. Weinstein oh, is good. now, you know, Weinstein is now was extradited. He yeah. got 23 years in New York. He doesn't want to get more in L.A. Well, he's very old. Yeah. And, and he's a mess. And we got this R. Kelly who's going to tie in all the sports guys and the rappers and That's the human trafficking with them. Good. And it's all going to connect and connect and connect. And it's going to and I, I really believe that we're going to see a lot of disclosure with that side, the child trafficking and the Hollywood. Um, That's why the queen queen pulled back from for Andrew. That's why the queen dropped right. immediately, because she knew what was coming. Right. Um, right. And the whole royal family and all the connections around them, they do not want to be pulled down the plug hole with him. And so you know, people at the time were thinking, well, surely the royal family would stick together, not when they'd been presented with the evidence they'd been presented. with. Right. That's what I figured, too, because they finally had to release to her lawyers all the, the, the I think there was like 100,000, maybe more documents that were would implicate about a thousand people. And yeah. right after that was released to her lawyers, Southern District of New York took the case against Andrew. So yeah. they must have a lot of stuff now that they never had before. I agree. I'm told that I'm told with Andrew that if you think Andrew's bad, wait until you hear what his big older brother's done. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. and that Meghan Merkel and uh Harry, they're trying to sell so hard in Hollywood. You know, they had their yeah. big Obama, I call it the Epstein reunion show 2.0, their Obama 60th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> or 60th birthday. And yeah, we these, saw that. And these people are calling, are saying it's a sacred event. And I'm like, yeah, for the cabal, for, yeah. <laughs> for the cult, maybe. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it's just like they're all being really exposed. And uh, that's a great thing because these people have been so brainwashed to think that these celebrities or these politicians are there by chance. <laughs> yeah. To get back to what Charlie and I were talking about, we, we do, and I'm, guilty of this as, as anybody else it's not just about america it's no. about the world because if you fix america but you don't fix the world what's the point so no. this isn't just about the united states it's about every country on the planet the human race and so you know i understand the problems and the difficulties and yes we want it done yesterday yeah. but you know there are countries that some people in america never even heard of right that are deeply involved in all this Right. Well, we were talking about yesterday that a year and a half ago, Myanmar showed us really what what was because that whole thing was the same thing. It was the same NGOs that went in, did a color revolution, replaced the, the person with the Soros chosen leader and then, bam, became huge trafficking. But this has happened all over the world. That's why I think the best thing that could happen is every country says, what about our elections? What about yeah. our leaders? What it, so that's like another through line for the whole world, because it's all going to go back to those same voting people, Dominion, Seidel. And it turns out that everything that we were saying about Germany and all of that is true. But yeah. because of our media, they've all been lying. So they're all implicated in our election fraud. They're implicated in all of it. The entire planet, this whole they've been treating all of us like uh, like like it's a game. And they get to choose. It's even with all these restrictions on COVID. Why is it up to you at this yeah. point? Like it, it, we have a say. And, and, you know, it's at that point. Somebody said yesterday, funny enough, said, well, didn't the CDC just tell the Taliban to stop? <laughs> it's like we're at a point yeah. where people just get it, it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. compulsive lie after compulsive right. lie. Right 
And uh, there was one, there's one, there's two, two that I want to pick up on. Two blatant lies. One was when Biden went away on vacation. Um, he took off on, so say, Air Force One. <laughs> but there's a very, very easy way to check that out. And that's to speak to people in air, um, in, um, in air, air traffic control. And air traffic control tracked the plane and they confirmed that it wasn't AF1, it was ADF DF8. So even when they say to you that he's taken off on Air Force One, it take, um, two people came to me and told me that that was not the plane that, uh, that he claimed he was taking off on. So when you've got a president lying to you blatantly, then, you know, it all falls apart on every level. The other massive lie that he took, that a lovely guy put together a video about the number of people that Biden says are vaccinated. And he said, if you take that number of people that are vaccinated and you started manufacturing that vaccine, it would take you, if they manufactured one vaccine every second, seven days a week, every hour of every day, without a holiday, without any hold-ups, without any problem, it would take 65 years. Just to manufacture it. Yeah. It's just all so, lies at this point. So then, so ridiculous. Then you break it down. You've got all the you've got the four main vaccine makers, and and uh, apparently ninety percent of the vaccines now are placebo, because they're just they're, they're, whatever they've got, whatever they've got in stock, they're just pumping into people to, to, to keep up the narrative. That's incredibly dangerous. Yes, and it's like Russian roulette. Yeah, some people have no effect. Some people die. Yes, and some people will, will appear to have no effect at the moment, Charlie. Right. Sure. But in weeks and months ahead, they might just suddenly fall over. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's also a guy yeah. I had on a doctor said that um, Big Pharma was almost broke, that they yes. were they were really losing money. Hand over, and this was also a plan to re re get that business going again. Yeah. It's really been because I keep saying, how can it just be about money? Because I still I have a lot of fears about about the transhumanism agenda, because everything Klaus Schwab told us has happened. And the first one was COVID-19, the Great Reset, then the cyber polygon tabletop exercise, then the fourth industrial revolution, which is transhumanism. And then Kissinger, who now I realize is the most terrifying guy on the planet next to Rockefeller that ever lived. Um, he, well, one of them in America, he, uh, he wrote a book that just came out with Eric Schmidt, another one of the most nefarious per people ever. Mm about the future of humanity and the end of the human robot. I mean, these guys are, are really have gone over the edge with the transhumanism. Yeah. You know, well, they want to I, replace I, I, God. I don't know what's happening in other countries, but in the United Kingdom, um, the, the ATMs, the, the cash machines are not being stacked up. Uh, and we, in Britain, we were gonna go away from the old 50 pound note oh, right. and the old 20 pound note. Um, and they've all been put back. So in other words, you can still keep using your old money for another year. And the reason is they're not allowed to print any more money. And so the amount of evil money is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, and banks are literally running out. They're having to recycle the same amount of cash. Now, this will bring the bad guys to their knees because at some point they're going to have to sit down and say, OK, we want to maintain a banking system. Um, what do we have to do to play ball? Because, um, you know, you go back to your own comment you made when right back to to AZ, when 
the, the judge said, well, look, you know, to the Democrats, if you want to pay a million, you can challenge this. Right. And the right. Democrats couldn't scrape together one million because they were no longer able to go it from their friends. They'd have to find it for their own pockets and they weren't prepared to do it. And that was weeks ago. So I think that the bad guys are in a very difficult position now. Charlie, have you got any more news on that? No, that's very, that's very, very true. Big Pharma and Big Tech, they're all deep, deep in financial trouble right now. And, the, and it's all got... The, the, I suppose the first thing that made them realise it was going very badly wrong was the the ship in the Suez Canal turning sideways, which was that 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 was their cash cow um, that was going to change everything for them all. Of course, that um, for anybody who wants to do a bit of research, who's just bored, have a look. It's still stuck there. It's still in the in the in the lake. Um, it still hasn't been released because uh, it's still being checked. Um, just for those who like going on to um, Nautical Watch or what have you, or one of the boat watch apps, it's still stuck there, um, ever given. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, it, it's almost like it's tormenting them. But no, <clears throat> the, the, the black hats, I want to make this very, very important point. Um, there's a joke going around, which I've shared with, I think, with both of you, about <laughs> the white hats being, you know, the, the ragheads, if you like, from the Taliban, and the black hats being the Jews. Um, let's get one thing clear about the Jews. It's not, we're not talking about the bulk of the Jews, because I'm talking to two Jews here who are extremely good people. But we're talking about the people who are in power at the very, very top, who have been contaminated. Mm. And, um, you know, I, re I remember the very, very sad case of um, uh, um, the guy who ripped uh, everybody off, um, Clarence Madoff. Now, the first people he ripped off was his own people, and that's yep. why they trusted him. Yeah. He ripped yep. off the Jews. Now, this is where it's very important that... This is an education in it for everybody. You point the finger and say, oh, it's the Jews. No, it's not. No, it's not black people. No, it's not women. It's not this. It's a very small minority who have used it against their own people. Um, and this is very, very important that every single person, the only division in our life should be between good and evil. That's it. Not between black and white, not between Jewish and Christian, not between all the, the Sunni, the Shia, what, the Catholic, Protestant. No, between good and evil. There are good and evil in every category worldwide. And it's our duty to st stand with those who are good, no matter what faith they came from. Yeah. Well, in the Mike Lindell um, opening with, with uh, Colonel Waldron, I don't know if you, I'm sure you guys saw it. It was 20 minutes. It was really brilliant. They put it together. It was really yeah, good. It was well done. It was well yeah. done. But they they did what I always say, because I get pissed when people say um, putting down George Soros, who is the most is <laughs> a lot of most evils in my mind, yeah. one, of, one of the worst of all time. But it had that clip of him saying, yeah, he was born Jewish. Then he faked being Christian. So he didn't get killed. Then he turned on the Jews and collected their stuff. And actually, that's where his character came from. And he had no problem at all. If he didn't do it, somebody else would have. And I said, if anyone ever says after watching that again, that putting down Soros is anti-Semitic, they're just a moron. And I have a big problem with the liberal Democrat Jews in America, to tell you the truth. They're there. And especially the, the loudmouths in Hollywood and all these people, they have no idea of the history of the Jews at all. They don't know anything about it or they would not be voting for Joe Biden. They would not stand up for all of this 
for always being the the you know they're they're the ones in the front lines at the women's march at the at the LGBT stuff at the Black Lives Matter they know it's it's there's a there's a faction of liberal American Jews that really just seem not to understand who the enemy is and just continue to play along as the, in this democratic world that I believe it loathes them that uses them yes but of course it's absolutely disgusting. right because it, you see if you if you're an organization and you um you want to have credibility right. what you do is you get a three or four hundred jews up front right. marching um <laughs> because nobody else is going to turn and attack your organization that's why they do it and, right. and the level of knowledge with those jews is incredibly low they know right. adolf hitler killed the kill the jews therefore that's all they need to know. Well, actually, they need to know a lot more what was going on behind Hitler and all the rest of it. And right. only when you educate yourself, right. you understand that the, that the enemy was much wider. Yeah, yeah, and still is. And I yeah. always talk about, about Hannah Arendt and that banality of evil and how she got ousted out of the community of Jews, being a Jew that survived, because she brought out the idea that there were Jewish rabbis that, that turned in the names of their people in the, the Holocaust because they thought they'd be saved. But no, they were just the last to go to the, you know, and this is what I keep saying about Black Lives Matter and, and the LGBTQ people marching and all. They don't matter to the people that are paying them, the powers that be. They're, they're useless idiots, but they're out there putting themselves on the front line, marching for something they don't understand, they don't know anything about, and they don't realize they're the least important to the powers yeah. that be again yeah. Yeah, yeah. they are they are the same way as joseph stalin right used to have uh, his convicts and he had a choice they could either be shot or they could hold hands and walk across a minefield and anyone who came out the other end was living and so these are just people that are used by very clever manipulators right and what's really sad is that these these people who are on the demonstrations actually uh, believe they really believe in in good things they believe in the truth and they think they're doing good work right and that's what's shocking they're actually doing quite the opposite yeah well that's the hard part about the brainwashing we've had all of us about the un i believe yeah, yeah germany lost but the nazis didn't they just came to america and, and reinvented themselves at the united nations with the same goal the one world government the new world order the whole thing and then they then they realized kissinger and uh and and uh rockefeller and all of them thought well, but the Chinese, the way they do things, that's a lot better how they do their people like that. So let's bring the Chinese in, implement communism. And then we have then we have the good way to, to train the people to follow into the new world order. But we've all been told that the UN is a force of good. And I believe a lot of people, because I live right near it, that work there, believe that. But I, at the, at the very core, no, it's the new world order, one world government, and nothing they've done has been beneficial to any of our countries, only for the one world government. Didn't, didn't Charlie, opinion. didn't you put something out saying it was United Nation rather than yeah. United Nation? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The United Nation and the, uh, uh, the NATO, all of, oh. these, all of these bodies are corrupt to the core. Um, and of course, you know, they're, they're, they don't like being told that. Right. They get very, very upset and we get all kinds of threats. Right. And we're bigger than you. Yes, you are bigger than me, but uh, my bollocks are far bigger than yours are. And, now, uh, now Charlie, you're showing off again. Exactly. No, it's, it's a fact that <laughs> when you've got these big bullies, I've, I grew up with bullies, and I used to get kicked around the playground 
Um, now it's all verbal. In the old days, it was a kicking, a beating, whatever, and that hurts. Now it's just trolls. I quite enjoy them. It's like a it's it's like a little gentle nudge, isn't it? It's not really painful, um, and they just call you names and threaten you. It's like yeah, whatever. Having grown up being bullied, this is a walk in the park. I mean, it's a it, and. They think you're going to be scared when they get really mouthy with you. It just makes me laugh. And I can't take them seriously because they're, you know, their threats are pathetic. Um, you know, the, the last one I had was they were going to come around and kill me. And I said, let me know what flight you're on. I'll pick you up from the airport. It'll just save you a taxi. That was the last I heard. They didn't ask for a taxi, nothing. <laughs> they soon Charlie, with the changes, Charlie, with the changes that are coming, these people... They really are time limited now, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, they are. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate at the moment. I've had two lovely weeks away down in the Maldives. I'm now down in, in on the Black Sea in, in Varna, Bulgaria, just enjoying time with my wife and family. And uh, it's, it's nice to be able to sit away from the sort of the hubbub and just sit back and look at and, and do some clear research. Uh, it's almost like starting again here because I'm in a completely different place. Instead of being on my own computer searching with that in search engine, I'm now using um, a Bulgarian search engine. So I'm looking at completely new stuff. And that I find really refreshing because I'm getting, um, I'm asking slightly different questions and getting completely different answers. <laughs> um, and it's also good because I keep in contact with the, those people who can guide me spiritually. Michelle Fielding, Didi Panasar, etc. There's so many of them out there that are absolutely wonderful. And it's quite interesting when you talk to them. And you, I, I, I talked to them this morning about something that I'll talk to you when we're not recording because I'm not allowed to tell you in public. I just mentioned something to her and her face lit up. And it's something Simon and I discuss on a regular basis, but we're not, we're not allowed to talk about it. Um, but her little face, when I just mentioned one word... And her, her face completely changed. She said, yep, that's all good. That's good. I can see that now. That clarifies this, this, and this. And I went, that's good. And this is coming from the spiritual side without knowing what Simon and I get access to. Um, but it's we're, this week, next week, is going to be fascinating to watch with the work that Mike Lindell has done. And uh, the audit, of course, is due out at the end of this week. Due out on the 22nd, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, so... Uh, 22nd yeah. popular day, isn't it? <laughs> you know, when you, you look at it and, and you look back and you think, hmm, somebody has planned this months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be with them all. We're all going to be in Grand Rapids on the 21st and 20, 19th, 20, 21st, oh, 22nd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be speaking about the Puppet Masters in Dark Delight. Oh, good. Yeah, and uh, Lindell's going to be there, and General Flynn, Patrick Burns, Sydney Powell, the whole gang. And uh, I think we'll be together for a, quite a celebration of uh, truth to dark, dark to light, truth to, to power. And um, like General Flynn said to me, he said, I said, well, how are you feeling now? And he said, resolute. And I yeah. think that's how we all should be feeling, you know? Your interview with Flynn was, was beautiful to watch. It's the first one. I've ever seen where he was stuck. He I just am. carried on walking. <laughs> he was brilliant. But he laughed and he was cool. And yeah. you know what? And I asked him about color revolutions and the UN yeah. and the things that, yeah. the, like Simon said, this is not about America. 
This is about yeah. the world. We're in yeah. a color revolution right now, but this is not a new playbook. This is the same playbook that they've used over and over. And the American people need to know that it's way bigger than us. And as everyone wants, when's he coming back? When's he coming? This isn't about Trump. This is about so much bigger than him. It's about humanity and a rightful place on this planet and that it's been held back from so many people that should be thriving. And there's no reason they're not other than this group of people. And to identify the enemy is so important. And I think the three of us certainly have done our part, but it's, it's, it's eye opening when people realize, wait, so. I think, I think, I think that's a really important point because if we go back three, four, five months ago, everyone was just focusing on president Trump. Right. And, and that was it. And I think the white hats picked up that that was going down the wrong road. Right. And, and I say to people when they say, you know, it's, and I say, well, actually it's more about you than it's <laughs> Trump. Now I personally think Trump will come back. But I think that he will come back uh, as a spearhead on a, a much bigger wave of operation. In other words, um, the public actually being awake. And right. that's the difference. So if people actually take responsibility, um, and I don't want to be rude, but uh, this has only occurred because many generations have let these small group take control of the world. And I guess that if if what lesson has been learned over these last few months is less likely that humanity will ever let bad guys come back in again. So maybe it had to go through this phase. Maybe this was the only real way to make people take responsibility and become um, determined to do something good. But uh, I will finish off by saying, I actually think we're there now. And I think that it would be okay to start bringing this to a close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think that's a good note to finish on. I'm going to stop recording so I can tell you what I know. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, everyone. Oh, Hold on. Me. I have to stop. <laughs>